0: Following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
1: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This,
0: this is Mick Shot streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now here are Bill Jones,
1: Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. The only thing other than that, I've got to say how about Dip Cowboys? <laughs> uh, there were a lot of highlights on Monday night at ATT Stadium, but that one, that was the biggest roar of the night, I think, uh, when uh, Jimmy made that. Pronouncement and That's how about the Cowboys? That's That's right? way <laughs> yep, a victory Tuesday here inside the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star in Frisco. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And how about them, Cowboys? How about
2: them, Cowboys? You know
3: what? It's funny, as many times as I Hear, heard that? I still laugh when I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Even last night when he
1: did that, it was pretty good timing at halftime. Yep, mm-hmm. bit and uh, and what a win for the Cowboys! Uh, it was as dominating as. Some of us predicted on Friday. Yeah, right? not, Some me. Of us. No, no, not me. Oh, did you not predict that, Mickey? I only Mickey?
3: had 26-18.
2: Nah. Okay, well, I do twenty four fourteen, something like okay. that. Okay, I think
1: yeah. I did thirty three to fifteen. You were good. So I win. So you win. Uh-huh. But
3: pick to click. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Dalton Schultz, man. man. Well, okay. Do you think the pick to click? That wins is Dalton Schultz, or is it my pick to click? Do you have Trayvon Diggs? I had Trayvon Diggs. Man, I think that's a
2: tough one, bro. We might
3: have a tie. That's a tough one, bro. I
1: got two touchdowns. Yeah, you only time. got one. Did you see the other plays my guy made? Yeah, did you see all uh, the six? How many PBUs did he have? <laughs> I, I need to look uh, it up. Three. I, he,
2: at least three. 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 Yeah. That's all? I believe so. Three all
3: right. Three. Well, there's three of you in the three. room. You guys get the vote.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, I, I got an idea. Everson. Okay. Yeah. Everson
1: no, no, has no, no, the tie, wait, and that wait, ain't wait, fair. Wait so Mickey's got Dalton.
2: I've got Trayvon. Everson. Who won the pick to click? Anything that will bring up my name, I'm gonna pick that <laughs> yeah. guy. So I'm sorry, Spags. It's your show. Anyway. I got the so you leading. Get that. I got the leading receiver.
3: I got two touchdowns. And nearly a third, by the way. Well,
1: and I, I will say this: I underestimated, uh, or I overestimated, what uh, Trayvon would do against his former Alabama teammates, Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith, because on Friday
2: I said he would have two picks. See there. And so, uh, you know, if, if you if you count three breakups, yeah. I mean, was, come on, man. That's that guy was controlling everything, and those breakups led to. Offensive points. That's and what I like about it.
1: Mickey, who's the last cowboy to have interceptions in the first three games of a season? Got
2: his hand up in the air. <laughs> but then they had this other guy. I never heard of him. 1961. He had four. Four four games. I think it's four games. 1961. They put his name up there, and I'm like, okay, wait to steal my thunder. But then I, I, it's true. I think a guy back in 1961, he had four. Like four cons- one in four consecutive the first four games first four, four games,
1: games
3: of the season. Yes. Huh. Right, look back right. to the I'll beginning. I'll find that real well, quick. That's that stat they sure put it up the, I'm sounded sure. like it's you 19, two were the only it's ones. That it's nineteen
2: sixty-one, so I know it wasn't the brother. So go ahead, and <laughs> just look at. The, don't look at the photos because <laughs> Mel Renfro didn't oh, show oh, up until oh, sixty-two. <laughs> I think.
1: Oh, oh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh, Don Bishop. There you go, Don Bishop. Don Bishop. How many do you finish with? Uh, he, eight. Wait a second. Yeah, well, he had eight. Eight the the year. Yep. He yeah. just had eight. He had eight
2: year. for the season. Oh, I had nine. Yeah. So
1: yeah. well. How many games did they play back then? Ah, good point. Yeah. Good point. That might have been a It was a 14-game season. That was a 14-game season. It was, it was, that that was a 14-game That yeah. was the first 14-game
2: right.
3: season. Be a, I'll take that a push. I'll take a push-up. But, but, as I pointed out last week, Diggs is on a interception pace per yes, game.
2: Dude, if he gets 17. Nine's in trouble. <laughs> I, hey, who can First of all, you or got 11, 11. I meant Thank to you. say see, 11. See you have when you have multiple years to pick from, right. then it's a thing that I, I get to hang my hat on. Right. But I but said, if we get 11, if he gets 11 picks, I know a lot of other stuff can happen. They could. Do. If he gets 11 picks and controls the game the way he did from the cornerback position, There were times when he made a big third-down PBU or a huge second-down PBU, and it led to uh, uh, the Eagles kicking the ball, and and it led to an ensuing touchdown drive by the Cowboys. That's what I'm talking about, when the defensive back can control the game. And by the way, you want to see a picture of Don Bishop? It's a brother. Whoa. (laughs) Where did he come from? (laughs) Bishop, 1961. 1961. Right. Wow. And go.
3: that's shocking because they weren't. <laughs> is he? We got to look this dude up, man. <laughs> they weren't throwing the ball that much. They back weren't, then, no. Right?
1: <laughs> Evidently, they weren't. Go through, ahead, And when Bill. they did, they were Now, that needs to be well. tweeted right there. There you go. Okay. Well, I'm working on it. Just there a second. you go, man. That is amazing. In fact, let's see here. Where is he now? Uh, born in 1934, mm-hmm. still alive.
2: That's my dad's
1: At uh, Jefferson High School in California. Okay. Okay. That much. Couldn't give him LA Texas, City huh? College. And played from 1960 to 1965, a pro bowler in 1962 for your Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. A I don't trip think down memory lane. I don't remember that guy's Don ever Bishop. name is that coming crazy up?
2: in anything? Nothing. And, and he had led the Cowboys in interceptions, and no one talks about it. And at one point in
1: his personal life, at one point worked as a mortician's assistant during the <laughs> offseason.
2: During the offseason. Off that is crazy, Chris. <laughs> come on, Chris. job. <laughs> (laughs) That's when you had to have an off-season job. You're a pro bowler, and you got to go help out dead people. I was looking at the exact same thing, Bill. I'm thinking that would be my second-least job ever I would do. Uh, That's got to be the most interesting tidbit of knowledge I have ever come across, especially on this show.
3: That might have to be a mix shot tomorrow. That is a serious (laughs) mix shot.
1: Let me say this. On my way in, I listened to Philadelphia's Sports Talk Radio... And uh, they weren't a, there's happy. There's a lot of
2: morticians' assistants <laughs> in Philadelphia who are busy today. Oh, this is great stuff! Boy, talk about a mix shot moment. This is very cool. Hey, they aren't Damn happy that <laughs> show. I'm right? not happy in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Were they
1: mad? Who that's are they a, mad at? That's, that's a great pastime. Is after you beat the Eagles, then go listen oh, to yes. Philadelphia yes. Sports that, Talk that, Radio. That does, it's good for the soul. Who man. are they
3: most mad at?
1: <laughs> oh, uh, you Jam- name it, Jerry. Jam- 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 Caelan, Sirianni and the Coats. Yeah. Well, and I can't believe it either. Um, three, three rush plays by a running back in that game? Yeah. They had three runs by a running back in that game. Yep. Well, that's because they were always behind the chains. That's true.
3: Well
2: if you think about it. And they really didn't feel good going up against that D-line. Come on. I mean, it, it, from the moment the, the, the game started, we were in their backfield. Yeah,
1: but <laughs> but then they get the, the uh, fumble in the end zone. It's mm-hmm. a 7-7 game. And then Mick, here comes a mix shot. Uh oh. And then Dak doesn't get credited for a touchdown on the goal line. Yeah, that was horrible. And.
2: Uh, were,
3: were they playing blind man's <laughs> bluff? Horrible, here we go.
2: They're playing go. blind man's down. bluff. <laughs> hey, Seriously. I don't care. That ball had to be between his legs. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> for him not to I score. I said it uh, on the
3: radio this morning. <laughs> it had to be Half between his Half his body his <laughs> was over the line. The ball had to be between his legs not to score. Dak <laughs> was extremely
2: upset about that. You could tell. It's And and,
3: and the guy that called it on on the side, he couldn't see because when they showed the replay, you could not tell where the ball was. But he comes running in like this and, uh, and, oh, fourth (laughs) down. And then he puts the ball, if you took this piece of paper – you couldn't fit it between the ball and the goal line, and he could see that. He that saw close? that. Yeah, yeah. Give me a
2: break. Okay, he was looking at the wrong ball. Yeah, and that was and, that was,
3: and that was, <laughs> was that was two ball. bad calls within what five minutes of the game.
1: Okay, here the interception. Here's who's at fault on that, because as you said, the neither neither official can see because it's just bodies in there. So you can't you cannot see Dak. Here's who's at fault there. The, you've got a camera that's a right, above. That's that's exactly. You cannot this. have the SkyCam in the Cowboys' backfield Come on the goal line man. like that. You have to have it over the goal line. I mean, it, the NFL needs to tell the networks that in that situation, when a team's on the goal line, hover that thing right they over should, the goal line. They should have to do that. And yeah.
3: even when it was above, you could see he
2: scored. Mm. His scroll right. was over the goal line. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yes. Give me a break. You're exactly bro. right. And then it's like, what are they looking at? And then,
3: and then, you know, the nerve to replay it and still say he didn't score? The interception. What happened to momentum going into the end zone? That that
2: that confused me. They
3: spotted mm-hmm. the ball where his butt hit. The ball was already crossed the plane. Right. Right? They spotted it where his butt hit. That was a seven-point call true. right That's there. That's true. As
1: it turned out. They yep.
3: would have never had a touchdown. They would have shut out in the first half. Mm-hmm. Holy! Oh, hey, by the <laughs> and way, and how does the guy miss the call on on Cedric Wilson's reception? He calls it a reception, mm-hmm. right? When you see it, it was pretty obvious he only had one foot down.
2: Yeah, that's true, uh, and they missed that call.
3: It was one after another. What are these guys doing?
2: <laughs> the off season's <laughs> been tough for referees. I should have brought in my white hat. Yeah, today. where's your hat? Yeah, where's my hat?
3: I think the funny thing is, is I looked up how many cameras Monday Night Football has, and, and it says <laughs> over fifty. <laughs> over so fifty. Fifty, 50 cameras.
2: cameras, and you, can <laughs> you can't not get just one, one overhead. Mm-hmm. Saw Dak get in the end zone. Yeah. But, but even so if you saw that from overhead, I don't think it would have made a difference because they would say they still can't see the ball. Because you still saw enough from certain angles to where, like I guess. well,
1: when he reached when he reached out, you just the the only reason you can't unequivocally say that it was over the goal line is because of, of the angle of the camera, uh, and it's not it's, it's not coming
2: from behind. It's it not three D,
1: and so you can't tell for sure where the where the where he is on that. That's
2: why you got to. be But it was still right clearly shown line. that his entire yeah. torso. Right. And so really that was a case before the reach. And and
1: as I was shouting at my TV at the time, (laughs) that was a case where you have to take as much time as is necessary to match up all the shots. And you gotta look at body parts. Well they
2: they called themselves doing that. They really did, and after taking a look at that's why it took so long. And I think they they mentioned if it's taking this long, then it's gonna stand. So the call did stand. I'm taking you
3: back thirty five 35 years Mm -hmm. when Tech Shram came up with the idea that they have to put a chip in the football and have the goal line some sort of monitoring laser laser thing. And when the ball hits that laser, it's a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, we can't do that. That's... That's too now. The when
1: chips it, too heavy. That's too advanced. It affect the
2: yeah. pass. Yeah, passing the ball. I mean, it's how, just,
1: did, how would the laser work? <laughs> I with, have no with idea. <laughs> bodies, with bodies in the way. I had no idea <laughs> with because, the, body because the bodies have don't, don't have, have a chip. Thank you, okay. man. Thank, you okay. man. thank you. It's man. like how so you so you the chip
2: is in the on both ends of the ball. All the way across. That's right. No, no, just the laser itself. Just the laser. Well, that's what I'm saying. Does
1: a human body block the laser? How do
3: you find a dog when it has a chip in its ear? Right. Ha,
2: ha, ha. We got satellite going here. Tex was right. way ahead and, of and this by, time. By the way, guys, I mean, you you just step all over my, my pick to click. Oh, yeah. Who's, oh, who who oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Who was that?
3: I bet it was
1: Zeke. Oh, right, wait. No, here's here's no. what's funny about it. We are so into ourselves. Okay, <laughs> We didn't even that ask her. Way past no, no, me. no. But <laughs> I remember each week, I remember who my pick to click is. I can't remember. Even though you two say the same. Thing you know, you said you make your picks to quit. yeah, Mickey yeah. today. He had no clue until I texted last night <laughs> who he didn't know. He had no clue that I picked Dix because he's all, all I remember that he's all yeah. into himself, you know.
3: And, I knew I, I knew somebody picked Dix
1: and <laughs> and I knew that would be so. The his, I, idea. I
2: remember he picked it, yeah, yeah
1: okay. That's because I picked a cornerback. So, y'all
2: don't know who I, who I picked? See, no. I talked about how our front line needs to be strong, and especially in the middle, because they're going to have Hargraves and have f- uh, Cox in the middle. Mm-hmm. Beatis. Like, how did he do last night? He did okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Let me say this. Hey, what? He Mike fought. No, no. He fought. He did. And he went up against Hargraves. Let me say this. Beatis wasn't on the sidelines getting his, his belly rubbed, because <laughs> it was too tough on him and he hot off in there. They were going at it over and over again. And I have to say, I don't know what they're going to score there, but Biotis won that matchup. There were times – Biotis never came out of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hargrove came out of the game several times. Mm-hmm. Cox, you know, he takes his plays off every once in a while. One time he, tra- he came off of Biotis' block, tried to make a tackle on Zeke, didn't work. He had to pull his hamstring and needed some, some water and all of that. <laughs> they wore him down. He wore Hall down throughout the ball and by game. By the way, that was indicative of the entire game. Yes. The
1: Cowboys wore the Eagles wore down, and with the run they fought game, hard. They, the mean, Eagles often, fought hard. The defense versus the Eagles offense, and the Cowboys offense versus the Eagles yes, defense. They were worn. Down. And here's
3: another case. Here's another case of the announcers not watching the replay, but having an idea. So on the on the sack fumble in the end zone, they basically. Blame Biadish because Hargrove came right by him. But Connor Williams was supposed to help out, and his initial move was to the right to help, and then he let go, and he comes back, and he blocked nobody. Yeah. Why didn't he stay with him? Because Hargrove was splitting him. It wasn't like he was head up. He was splitting him. Yeah, yeah. He's
2: supposed to help out. And there were times when uh, they chose to just run right at Hargrave, Thank Man. you, thank you. What did I say, Hargrove? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> okay. we had said, we had, we had all said Hargrove the entire
1: time. I and, I I you Hargrave. said Hargrove, and I then I was the whole time I was thinking, you know what? You give me forty one twenty one. We can call we, you what the hell we want to call <laughs> you. You're the Grove, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, we can call you whatever we want to call you. But Hard yeah, grade. we even like I said, first first quarter, <laughs> first quarter, we he, he did. He he pushed it back into the end zone real well. But Hargrove went down Hargrave. Hargrave. He went speaking down. Of, he went down several times. Speaking of mortician's assistants, <laughs> Hargrave. Yeah, I know. Just it make, it sounds he, like he works in a bleak, Make sure you bleak get area. Fletcher right. Over yeah, there. yeah. No, they, they just did such a good job. We we were consistent and we were persistent. And running the ball. And that's what I liked about it. We kept pounding it inside. They fought hard defensively, especially on that D line. I got to give them some credit. They were going down and they were bringing guys in, they were going out. It was a, it was a, 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 a uh, what do they call it? A revolving door uh, going in for that D-line. But our offensive line, they just they did exactly what they had to do. They ran the ball just like we said they would. We thought they were going to come out with a cover, too. They pretty much did with two high safeties. And when they didn't come out with a high, we we forced them to bring that other safety down. Then Dak just audible out. And, and even with the safeties and back, and tight
3: they're playing zone, and the Cowboys receivers just ripped them.
1: Yeah, Especially the tight end, yeah. by the way. Okay. Yeah. I <laughs> know. No, no. Okay. Uh, we've got two segments left. Okay. One segment, let's devote to the defense. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the other segment, let's devote to the scene last night, meaning halftime and the whole shebang. How's that? Did okay. you stay there the whole game? I did not. I had to go okay. back to the TV station. But Okay. We are back with more mixed shots in just a moment.
0: and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation.
1: Hey Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great fresh tasting, ready to serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo, Kiero, Yo, Kiero, guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep, steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back back, back. to Mick shots.
3: Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, October 2nd to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Take a tour of the stadium, play games, get autographs from the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, and more. Visit attstadium.com/rallydays for tickets and more information. Good job,
1: Specs. Let it go, Mickey. A flawless performance, much like the Cowboys on Monday night. Mm-hmm. And now the short week, and the Carolina Panthers, the unbeaten Carolina Panthers, come to AT&T Stadium for a noon kickoff uh, this week. And uh, we'll get more into that as the week goes on. Although I just see that they placed another player, Justin Burris, on injured reserve today. Mm. So they're they're without McCaffrey, they're without J.C. Horn. But let's spend this day talking about the Cowboys and the Eagles. And how about that Dallas defense? How about that? The takeaways keep on coming. That's well, right, and, and Jimmy Johnson, who is such a proponent of a front four that Penetrates and gets to the quarterback, an aggressive front on defense. He had to be sitting there, uh, especially after just seeing the first half of that game. That probably gave him incentive enough to <laughs> say, how about them Cowboys? They I had to love what
2: he was seeing. I, I, as, as much fun as Jimmy was having, I don't think he watched much of the game at all. i gotta, I got to be honest. <laughs> now, since you were there last night. <laughs> I was definitely there yep. last night. Yep. I enjoyed it because, uh, of course, the two undrafted free agents – uh, both from Oklahoma, by the way. Both from o- schools in Oklahoma, Tulsa and Wachita Baptist. And in Arkansas. 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 Wachita Baptist, oh, Arkansas. Good. Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas. I thought that was in Oklahoma. No. It is Arc- not. Arc- 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 That's Arc- why Arc- I have Arc- you yeah. here, Bill. I really appreciate. <laughs> born and raised in Arkansas. Arkansas. He's born and raised in Arkansas. Des Arc, Arkansas.
1: Yeah.
2: And I enjoyed it because, you know, of course, I have, you know, much emotion for those guys. Uh, and, and the fact that uh, uh, Diggs was able to kind of have my name being brought up, you know, kind of <laughs> like in the back somewhere, you know, like I'm, I'm over there lurking. Like, hey, where am I supposed to be in this picture? But, no, I enjoyed uh, the fact that those guys got what they deserved. I'm glad they didn't put Jimmy in the way that Mike wanted to because, like you said, they, they those guys drew – And Cliff, they deserve their moment. They deserve their moment.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and there's not enough time during halftime to do all of that. And then do extra. Yeah, right. So we'll get more into that in just a second. But this defense, okay, and what they were especially – let's start with the front four, mm-hmm. okay? And especially when you consider what they're missing in the front four, to be able to do what they were able to do last night. Uh, it's very impressive, and I'll start with the rookies, uh, Osa and Parsons. Mm.
3: Absolutely. And Osa Digizo had his coming out party. his third NFL start and he gets uh, four four tackles, four tackles, a sack a sack and a half hmm. a sack and a half he shared a sack with parsons mm-hmm. one tackle for a loss two quarterback hits and and he ended up playing 33 snaps, so basically about just more than
1: half the game. You got the snap counts there? How many Parsons yes. have?
3: Parsons had 37. All so at defensive 64% end. all at defensive, all at defensive end. end. Or however you want to call it, because at <laughs> one point he looked like it was a high school thing, like he was the rover standing up. Mm-hmm. But the, the key thing they did with him, and not to get away from Osa, is they kept moving them. They were flipping sides. I saw that. Weak and strong, and mm-hmm. they made sure he was on the weak side, so mm-hmm. the Tight end wasn't chipping him. Yeah, although, although he they did get chip chipped real good. By the wide receiver, a wide
2: receiver, took him down. Racked him surprised. right
3: in the ribs. <laughs> I was very surprised. Somebody about that. asked him after the game. <laughs> they asked him. <laughs> It, were you uh, surprised about you know getting chipped to get respect like that? He goes, "If that's what I need need to do to get respect, I don't need it." <laughs> <laughs> that
2: hurt. Yeah, he that went hurt. out for a play, and I thought they'd keep him out, but they brought him back. That's what in. I said. That's yeah, it. That's it. so Micah. It. It. You you you're done, it's Micah. Right,
3: and
1: he comes walking that's back it. in. Right, yeah. That's
2: what.
1: That's what we've. They were already up. Quickly figured out about yeah. Micah. We mm-hmm. figured that out in the Hall of Fame game. That that kid just wants to be on that football field. And he was
3: a menace to the point where, you know, and, and his his line uh, was was four tackles, a half a sack, uh, a tackle for a loss, a quarterback hit, a pass defense, and he influenced a holding call on Lane sure Johnson. Did. Sure To did. the point after the game he pointed out that Lane Johnson came up to him and says, hey, rookie, what about we swip, swipe – Switch swap jersey, swap jersey. <laughs> yeah, swap jerseys. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. And that's, he's that's like, "A matter of respect." And he goes, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. He goes, and I'm fanboy, right? Because I used to pick him for my <laughs> right. video games, right? Lane Johnson, and he wanted right. my jersey. That's yeah, cool. you know,
1: especially growing up in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. So
3: that's a good point. Yeah. So yeah, he was he was fired up about flipping. So jerseys. he was kicking
2: butt for the people back home. <laughs> that's that's right. good stuff. Uh-huh. I forgot about that. Uh-huh. But when you look at the game, uh, I was just, uh, I had it down here digging. I was digging oh, 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 Diggy, digging <laughs> yeah. O'Diggy, oh, O'Diggoo, oh, however you say his name. 97. 97. Osa. Oh, Osa, oh, he did a great job. And let's, let's, hey, I'm always talking trash about him. And, you know, having a good supporting cast really helps make you look good when you're flying around the field. But Jalen Smith was balling, y'all. I mean, he was really doing a good job. He was hustling. He didn't seem lost as he was last year. You know, you still want him to be that guy that kind of plugs the holes. But when you've got an active defensive line creating all of that pressure and causing running backs to improvise themselves – Jalen Smith did a great job of going sideline to sideline. He's covering his defensive lineman's butts the way he's supposed to. If you make a move inside, then I'm going to play off of you. I'm going outside. If you make it outside, I'm going to play off of you and pl- going inside. Very coordinated attack by Jalen Smith and Banderas. You know what the, the, the strange thing was is
3: they played, and, and Jerry Jones said this on his uh, Friday segment uh, on the radio He said one of the things he was most excited about was the uh, young players, new players, how much they were contributing. And he he says, and that's going to end up paying dividends later in the season. And it was almost like defensively, Bill, you brought up the defense. It was like you almost didn't miss the guys that were missing. No. They compensated. Right. They figured out how to get pressure without Demarcus Lawrence on the field. They figured out how to clog up the middle without Carlos Watkins or Neville Gallimore. On the field, well, they were
2: more act. They they were more active uh, up front with the more hybrid type of players because they were running a lot of stunts, right? And those stunts were causing the Eagles' offensive line to be totally off balance. Not just the stunts, but the speed of the stunts. And Randy then Gregory came inside a couple yeah, of times, yeah. And they had to reach out and, and pull him down, and had down, to,
3: right? And the, the, from the pressure standpoint, you know, Dorrance Armstrong didn't play, Bradley and didn't yeah. play, yeah. right? Keon O'Neill didn't play, and the linebackers held their own without Parsons being a part of the linebackers, Donovan Wilson didn't play. KZ and Curse. Curse once again, leads him mm-hmm. in tackles. Man, dude, he is
2: something The guy something is else. balling. He is
3: something and else. And I swear when I looked up about him, now he started some games last year for Detroit, but when he was in Minnesota, he was like a special, special teams, teams player. Yep. And, he and he played was, at who, Clemson. Who, who does he remind
2: Come you of? I mean, I know who does he was remind you six of. He's 6'4". And not have, putting that aside, I just mean his instinct, the way he's all over the field. He just reminds me of Woodson. He reminds me of Darren Woodson, big time, making plays everywhere, dropping down, playing the slot. Where you want me, coach? Right. I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a difference. I can blitz, I can cover the slot, I can be deep. However you want me to do it, I can.
1: Now, what do. Woodson had that he d- probably doesn't have is the speed. Um, w- no doubt. And Woodson could, could cover a Jerry Rice in yes. the slot, you yes. know. But I mean, when you you look at a guy with difficulty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you look at a guy who can cover a tight end and and he's just so active yes. in everything he's doing. I mean, so at Will McClay and the scouting staff, when you look at a guy who's been in the league for five years and really hasn't done
2: much in you know and I think he's a Dan Quinn pick. I think he's a Dan yeah. Quinn choice. Yeah. I mean, I, of course, Will's a yeah. man. But, Size right. and length. Yeah, I think he's, right. he chose him because that's the kind of player that Quinn likes on his defense. And, they finally think, spoke of it yesterday about the uh, 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 ability for all of our players to do different things. The the, the diversity of our players up front, especially the, the back seven, is, is, is unmatched right now in the NFL. And think about this. Curse. Um...
3: Basically, Keanu Neal, mm-hmm. Demonte KZ, and Hooker, yeah, basically all signed one-year deals. I know. So that means there wasn't no bidding war for mm-hmm. these guys. Now, the guys that played with them in Atlanta might have said, "Okay, coming off injuries, let me try to restart my career. I'll go with a guy that you know had my back in Atlanta." Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but I'm only signing a one-year deal. But. These one-year deals. Usually, when you see that, you go, "Okay, follow the money."
2: But they, these guys are—they are, spoke of their leadership ability. It wasn't necessarily playmaking, of course. Right? You know, K- K- KZ got seven picks, I think, uh, a couple of years ago. But it's their uh, knowledge of the defense. They are his coaches on the field. And he relies on them a lot. They mentioned that during the game, and you could see it throughout the year. KZ's always showing people where to go. I think one time Jordan Lewis made a mistake. KZ was right there to tell him where he made his mistake before they went back to the Hull. And see, that's the, that was the
1: hallmark of those Seattle teams too. They were with Earl Thomas back there, mm-hmm. Richard Sherman, and mm-hmm. they were bright uh, and Yes, and, you know, and and, aggressive. Yeah. Yes. And very
2: coordinated uh, from a mental standpoint. Yes. You know, and, and how many times did we fuss about that last year? Mm-hmm. Like just no coordination at all. That leads to scores. Okay, you can talk about numbers and how much we give them. But when you make mistakes in the secondary, it leads to scores off of small short passes end up being long touchdowns. How many times did we see that last couple
1: Okay, of I, you probably haven't had a chance to really look at it yet, but what was going on with the tight end getting open for the Eagles? I
2: was just getting ready to
3: bring that up. They, I, I think, contrary to what we just said, there were some busted coverages oh, yeah. going on. They, 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 they can't cover a tight end. And the good thing is Carolina traded their tight <laughs> end.
2: <laughs> well, the way as wide open as they are, you could put a tackle out there and he would still be catching the Golly. ball. I mean, that's just how wild you know, open they and, were. And,
3: and talking about what, what Everson was pointing out, on the touchdown pass to Ertz, Hooker was not where he was supposed to be. And at the last minute he was trying to get over, and they snapped the ball and he got cut, caught up in the muck. And he couldn't get over to get hurts, mm-hmm. but that mm-hmm. was going to be his
2: guy, right? And, and but he was late responding.
3: As yes, well, that's what I mean. Where they were going? Yeah, he, yeah. he, he was late coming across the. He got rubbed back, off. He got and he rubbed. Got rubbed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was some busted. That's the they only. They came thing, out in the whole sec- the that's second the, half. And that second half, it was almost like, okay, this team can't be that cocky that right. they they think this is over, right? With, right? They were just having some busted covers. The other thing they were doing, uh, when when. The Eagles were getting the ball in, inside their own twenty, like at the ten. He was sending out his second defensive line, mm-hmm. and then they gashed him. And then they get to midfield, and it's like, okay, big boys, <laughs> go back in and save the day, right? And it's like, do you have to sub out all four of them at once? How about one or two,
2: right? I think he's just showing off. But now that, I think first, that was, but that's what he's, he's
3: been doing. Marinelli used to do the same thing. They, he would sub out the whole defensive line and bring in four fresh guys. Because if you look at the snaps uh, on the defensive linemen, um, Gregory, and I'm just doing it real quick here Gregory played the most snaps of the defensive linemen, and it was 38, 66%. Uh, Odigi 33. Goldston played 30. That was his NFL debut. And Bill Jones's guy from training camp, he did a story on Nick Ralston, got in the game. He did. He did. Uh, special teams, and uh, he ended up also it, at the end there when they put in the backups on offense, he came I, in at fullback.
1: Yep. So, how many snaps did he have on special teams in offense?
3: Uh, where's it at? Where's Ralston on here? Uh,
1: Better talk amongst yourselves. However,
2: when they put a fullback in the game, it wasn't Nick. How Halston. about that? Sure it, it sure was not. It sure was not. I gotta say that okay. kind of backfired on him a couple of times. I don't think McGovern really went in with the kind of sense of urgency. oh well, you know to what? See. He he
3: he cleared the hole on. He uh, did one Zeke's he touchdown, the no one, the touchdown! no doubt. The one-yard touchdown. No and doubt, And he did another good job on another one. And then it wasn't just fullback. They put him in as a blocking tight end. Right. He had to report in, right? Number 66 is that what you're <laughs> <laughs> They got that right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I thought that was good use of a guy. You know, you got talent on the – find something for the guy to do. Uh, and and they did so. That so, second
2: half was kind of ugly starting off because the tight ends were killing us, as yes. you talked about. Thank God Hurts misses uh, a play. Well, you can count on Hertz missing. Man, yeah. he missed one uh, to the tight end, and then that led to the pick six. Mm-hmm. Right after that, he missed That's one. Right. The That's tight right. Tight end was wide open. I still think the tight end could have caught that ball. He, he just, just had to lay out. Yeah. It wasn't right. that bad of a pass. He, he still should have caught it. But that led to the, to the pick six, and, you know. He still hasn't gotten rid of his instincts when the pressure's
3: on to take off mm-hmm. and run. He ended up being their second second leader in carries. He had... Uh
1: he had to be their leader in carries. I mean, we had, I don't think I mean, they only had three no, carries. No, he was
3: the leader. He had yeah. nine for 35 yards. The
1: other, the Miles Sanders can't be happy with two carries. What do you think? And he came out in the second half. He broke off like a 28-yarder yeah. to start the yeah. second half. All right, uh, we continue with more mixed shots in a moment as we take a look back at halftime and more last night. if you can't find it talk to your store manager and tell them yokiero yokiero guacamole
0: the cowboys way where 16 hall of famers and five championships shows us what success looks like where turkey is always the second best part of thanksgiving day where we are all defined by one single thing the star where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation.
3: Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. New Miller Lighthouse located outside AT&T Stadium where Dallas Cowboys game day traditions are born. And I'm sure Bill went and checked it out since he was there for his pregame show. Enjoy yard games, Bill. Dallas Cowboy cheerleader performances, beer gardens, and more. For more information, visit attstadiumcom slash Lighthouse. Miller Lighthouse, your tailgate just got jealous.
1: There you go. I was actually not there for my pregame show. I thought my I saw you. Hits. I thought you were doing. We're down, we were down on the field.
3: That's what I meant.
1: Oh, I yeah. thought you. I thought, I thought you maybe afterwards you went lineup. out no. to the
3: Miller Lighthouse. No,
1: I had to get back to the TV station to get in front of the TV before 7:15. And by the way, how long did it take for the stadium to get filled with with fans?
3: There was a late-arriving crowd. It really was. But, there, you know, it was there funny was, there when was I got there. There was a traffic
1: issue on the Bush Turnpike. Is that I what heard, happened? I there? heard about yeah. that. Yeah. And, That's and, the way uh, I came, too. There it. was a long line getting in when I was leaving, and then uh, well, I, can, I can have my own mixed shots about <laughs> people in traffic and pull it into the middle of an intersection where nobody can go. Anyway.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got there. I got there. Not you oh, hate that,
2: boat. Not not that I cussed
1: out that lady. That <laughs> well, just don't say Jesus
3: with your window down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got there at four, and uh, of course, right when the buses pulled up, the Eagles buses pulled up, so that caused a little traffic. But the traffic started mounting around the AT and T. Uh, and I thought I got there early enough, and you know, beat the rush hour. Mm-hmm. But people were showing up, so the parking lots were starting to fill up. So I'm thinking, oh, these guys are going to be ready for this game because mm-hmm. they already been outside partying. And
1: what a, I mean, it was a, just a great evening. I yes. mean, weather wise and everything, roof open, roof open windows. windows open, and then uh, so uh, how about the halftime ceremony? It was. Uh, you know what the strange thing because, was? because the people watching on television don't get to see much of nah, it. No, yeah, that's so right. All yeah. on TV. Yeah. it
3: was kind of neat. To, you know, and they normally do this. They bring out the guys that are already in the Hall of Fame, the former players. So you get to see them. Although the spotlight wasn't shining bright enough. It was almost like you couldn't tell who was, hmm. at least from the press box where I was, who was walking out. Uh, and then yeah, it was. It's a neat thing to see the guys get their their rings. Uh, although, like. Someone getting married, you should always give the person who's gonna p- wear the ring the ring and let them put it on. <laughs> so you don't sit there jamming and yeah. trying to get you it. You see up.
2: when he put Jimmy's on, Jerry's like, "Okay, there you go, Got it. <laughs> yeah. done." There you go. Um, and then Jimmy's like, "It's a
1: ring ceremony, not a wedding." Right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> there you go, buddy. It's almost like he's kissing. Yeah, you here,
3: know that's, what it, that's one of the things with Jerry. Jerry does that a lot when he he gives something to
2: somebody and he'll. Yeah. I didn't know that. first time oh, yeah. I have seen that's that. That's one of the th- and Jimmy mannerisms. And Jimmy was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they hugged. Yeah, they did. They did. But you could, I don't know, you can still tell there's a little bit of tension there. You know, it's still a little bit of second guessing and we could have done this. It could have been like this. Because, you know, that's what the fans are thinking. Well, on, on both of their parts. No doubt. No doubt. Because Jimmy was looking for a hoop to jump through and mm-hmm. Jerry provided him. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And gave him money to go through. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was neat. I was good to, you know, those guys got to at least be around Cowboy fans. You know, when you're at the Hall of Fame, I mean, there's some Cowboy fans there, but this is predominantly, and uh, I think they – it looked like they enjoyed it. I was – I was waiting for Drew's hut Hut at the end, and he let me down. He didn't, he didn't say anything. If
2: he said it, you couldn't hear it because tell you what. his last rant at the end, they were just, they were so loud, you know, just mm-hmm. wanted to but hear now, him speak. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very positive. So when
3: you get selected, I want you to enjoy it. You are it. being positive. <laughs> I want you to enjoy
2: it as much as Drew enjoyed going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I, I can't enjoy it as much as Drew. There's no way. I mean, this guy got disrespected by The entire NFL, he was the last person picked on the all-decade first and second team offensive. That's just like, okay, we're just going to dig this in a little deeper, and then we're going to twist it for you because we're going to put in Harold Carmichael first. I said it after the ceremony. I said it was a good
3: thing we weren't playing a drinking game where you had to take a drink every time Drew Pearson said Pro <laughs> Football oh, Hall of Fame. No, he emphasized <laughs> Pro Football Hall of Fame. He must have said it 30 times, right? <laughs> and then he did it again in that. So that was cool. It's good to see Jimmy uh, and Cliff. Uh, he, 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 he deserved it, uh, and it was about time. And like you said, to have two guys undrafted uh, to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame is a pretty neat deal. At the same time, at the same time.
1: What about the the? How loud was that stadium? I know you can't really tell yeah. in the press box. It
3: was loud. It was it was
1: really loud,
3: and from some people I heard of that were sitting in the stands, it was pretty rowdy too. I I heard a few things going on. I don't know if there was fights, but hmm. there was just uh That happens when Philly fans that. show up. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> uh but there was some I was just gonna say how well behaved everyone was. I missed that. fact. Some, somebody said there was some flashing going on. Really? Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Like New Orleans style? oh uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> they just didn't get any beads. Oh, oh dead nabbit, I missed it. <laughs>
3: So yeah, you know that happens with these games when they start like a night game. I remember that in Buffalo when the the Cowboys played. On it was there were two holidays. It might have been like Columbus Day or there was some day in October. When uh, when you when you when when the Cowboys played at Buffalo, yeah, the Romo five interception game. Yes, I think that was the one. And then because it was also a holiday in Canada, it was. Canada Day or something. So these people they played in July. It was a Monday. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the what the holiday was, but these people had all day Monday to get ready for
1: the game, right? And I think, and plus it was so rare for Buffalo to have a Monday right. night.
3: Game, I think that's what it was game. as well. Yeah. So the they first so tip off. The first that. tip off was we were staying downtown Buffalo, mm-hmm. and about four or five in the morning, the fire alarm goes off. And you're sitting there going, okay, I know there's no fire here, <laughs> but they came knocking on doors and made you get out and stand on the street, right? Then we're driving to the game, and I think this was that day because it 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 it, it uh, I, there was snow, and I may be I may be confusing two games, yeah, right? They, yeah, yeah, they were throwing snowballs at the players at the buses, right, and thought that was the greatest thing. And I remember Roma looking over, and he goes, this is so great. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I thought think that they were offending the Cowboys, right? And then when we left, we had to go by the lot that had the RVs up there. And as we went by, there were three ladies standing on top of an RV, and they decided they were mooning the buses, right, as we drove off. Like, we'll show you, right? Yeah, Yeah, you showed me way too much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm surprised. Like, hey, congratulations. So I don't know when's the last time they've played in Buffalo. I might have confused. Two games in the world. Yeah,
1: because the five interception game was, I believe, earlier in the season. If that was in October. Yeah, that was in October. In fact, it, yeah, that was uh, 07. Okay. So let's fast what, forward to 2011. God, Buffalo doesn't do the Cowboys we'll, well at all. It was a home game in 2011. Well, just look at So for 2015. Buffalo. Well, I'm not am not Remember in that, that was 1984 when we guy. gave up. It was they it was 2015. 2015. It would have been 2015 because they played uh, two days after Christmas. Okay, and it was uh, a Buffalo win, sixteen to six. Of course, okay. that was a bad season for the Cowboys. Yeah. But, about but Romo Romo wouldn't. He was injured then, wasn't he? In 2015. Anyway, whatever.
3: Oh, he could have been on the bus. Yeah, I could anyway,
2: do you remember ninety?
3: Oh, Eighty four.
2: Greg Bale went off for two hundred plus yards on yes. us. Yes. Oh. Uh, anchored by two 80-yard touchdowns. I think that was— One was the beginning of the game, and the other one was beginning of the second half. I think that was Hogaboom's last start. Yes.
3: As a matter of fact, I think that game was maybe November? November 18th. Okay. They, so had, they
2: had lost 12 in a row.
3: I was covering, on a Saturday, I was covering a Nebraska home game and i could not get from lincoln nebraska or omaha to buffalo in time for the game mm. so
2: i missed that game thank god for you yeah. <laughs> and it was because it was it was an ugly game 14 All day. to 3 buffalo 14 to 3 he yeah. scored the touchdowns came first play of the first first half Play of the second hand. I believe Danny White got his starting job back after that game.
3: Didn't
1: do any good. D- well, didn't make won much won d- the next two <laughs> But you got
3: to 9-7, and seven, <laughs> right?
1: right? Won the next two and then lost the final two, which I'm glad you uh, – Miami, the I'm, last one. I'm glad you harkened back to 1984 because what last night reminded me a little bit of was 1985, Joel yeah. Theismann's birthday, which was the <laughs> season opener, a 44-14 to win over what was then the Cowboys' chief rival, washing.
2: yeah, but everybody really, really hated Joe. Yeah, but, nobody really right. knows Jalen. They Jalen. So, you Jeff. know what? Yeah. We, what no, but I'm just fun. saying the lopsided. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Just, uh, how and Monday Night Football. Yeah, Monday, Monday night, night Football. football. Yeah.
3: They sang Happy Birthday sang happy to birthday, Joe. Yeah. And that was the beginning, and that was part of that 85 season when he had the interceptions in the first three games mm-hmm. of Thurman's Thieves, right? Yeah, buddy. That was the birth of Thurman's
2: Steves that year. Even All though right. we were kicking butt way before that, they just finally decided to give us a
3: moniker. Right. <laughs> well, I show it first year – I show up They first year they hadn't gone to the playoffs
2: in yeah, yeah, 20 yeah, I mean, consecutive we seasons. We knew that. We didn't want to talk about You knew what was happening. <laughs> yeah, man. That's been on your back. Look for, at who this guy is. That talk has been on your back for a long time. You just didn't know Some it. got send that Yankee back north. <laughs> All right. That does it for this edition of Mix Shots. Yankee. So
1: much more to get to on the Monday night game. And looking ahead to the unbeaten Carolina Panthers coming here this week. And we'll do that tomorrow at 1.30 here on Mix Shots.
0: Go, Go Cowboys.